Today's podcast is brought to you by ELIC. As you know, our mission here at Just Different is bridging faith and culture, and this amazing organization has a similar goal. They spread hope and create life change in the most challenging places in the world, such as Asia, the Middle East, and North Africa. ELIC sends people to teach English in these unreached areas, providing training, support, and a team of passionate people who are ready to make a difference. They see English education as an opportunity for people to come together, share life, and come away with broadened horizons. Whether you're a college student, recent graduate, or beyond, ELIC has a program for you. For example, they have two to six-week options in the summer that are perfect for college students and recent graduates, as well as their nine-month global ambassador program is a great option for recent college graduates. If God has called you to create a global impact, bridging faith and culture, visit ELIC.org slash just different. That's ELIC.org slash just different. Now, let's get into the rest of the episode. Yes, sir. You ready to go? Let's do it. All right, yo, what's up? It's your boy D Starks, Starks Artist. You are now tuned in to the one and only Just Different podcast where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. Back again. Yep. Another Friday. Yep. Me and Jordan were having a conversation before we hopped on and started recording. We were speaking to the fact that, of course, this month, honestly, for August, we've been introducing a few new segments to the podcast, and we've also done like some episodes, typically on Fridays, that have been like just one-off topics, right? So I think we started with secular music. We talked to the dangers of a misplaced worship when it comes to like um, idolatry, then cheap offerings, watch your mouth. And honestly, I really love those episodes. I think we've like four for four, absolutely fire. Yeah. Loved making them. But we were speaking to the fact that we didn't know if we liked the Wednesday episodes where we like have the segments a part of the show or just like, you know, old JD vibes whenever we just have one topic that we go in on and have a discussion about. So we wanted to know and hear from you all. What do you like more or best? The segments that we have, we're having like multiple conversations in one setting or we just pick a topic and go in. So definitely let us know. Honestly, you can just DM us. If you listen on Spotify, there'll be like a poll um, where you can kind of like choose which one that you like. Um, unfortunately, Apple just seems to be behind the game and just <laughs> lagging. So we can't, we don't really have any way to communicate back and forth or like just have people kind of like have some input. Yeah. Cause I always wonder, like, for a podcast, I think it would probably be dope if you could add comments That'd be do on YouTube. No, for you know sure. what I mean? I don't but know why they haven't done it. I know you can do it like on Spotify a bit if you add like questions yeah. and whatnot, people can respond to, but. Nonetheless, we'll stick with the DMs for now. So DM us on Instagram. Let us know how you feel, which one you prefer. We want to continue to make the show better as we grow um, and, and just keep elevating and taking it further. So let but us know. with all that let being said, let's go ahead and get into the episode. When we were thinking about what we wanted to speak about today, <laughs> I texted Jordan. I'm like, yo, like what you got on your mind? What are your thoughts? He said, conflict resolution. I was like, womp, womp. <laughs> Like, I was hating, I was like You're hating bro I mean I feel you I don't know And I honestly think that We had spoke about it a bit When we did an episode It was called I was wrong uh, So I was like okay, I don't know about that okay, one Then we okay. began to like Talk about it more Brainstorm Throwing some things out there And I believe you mentioned Transition in relationships And yeah. understanding that Some friendships are seasonal And that's okay and understanding and how to navigate those particular situations as they come. And then I, as he's speaking about that, I remember 
I've recently come across and listened to a song by Madison Ryan Ward that's called mm-hmm. Seasons. And then the song is like, Seasons always change. Tough. And I was like, yo, like when seasons change, mm-hmm. like that's the one, you know, and it's especially, you know, I guess it's fitting as we're stepping into the new month of September, September. this being the first. And we're kind of like stepping out of like the summer. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting into like the fall time. And, you know, I think there's a lot of transition happening just, like, naturally, especially for people, like, you know, who are young adults or teens, you know, starting school. So it only made sense. And so that's what we're really getting into today. And a lot of this um, stems from a verse, something that I know we've mentioned a few times before. I know a lot of people have probably heard, but it's in ecclesiastes 3 and this is verses 1 through 8 and it says there's a time for everything a season for every activity under the sun a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to uproot a time to kill and a time to heal a time to tear down and a time to build a time to weep and a time to laugh a time to mourn and a time to dance a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them a time to embrace and a time to refrain a time to search a time to give up a time to keep a time to throw away, a time to tear down, a time to mend, a time to be silent, a time to speak, a time to love and to tame hate, a time for war and time for peace. Basically, just going through all the seasons mm. um, in whatever capacity that may look like. And I think that change, however it shows up in our life, whether it's something that's unwanted or something that we may initiate and it's intentional or on a purpose, I believe that we need to learn to be good stewards of everything that happens in our life. Like whether that be good, bad, positive, negative, or indifferent, no matter the particular season or whatever the transition looks like, we are called to manage that particular, like well, right? And when we think about different life transitions, of course, like I mentioned, you're going, you're stepping into a new grade, right? You're stepping into adulthood. You're having a change in career, adjustments in relationships in your life or things happening like within your family or just circumstances outside your control that are affecting your day to day. And with all those scenarios mentioned, I believe it's super important for us to acknowledge and understand our perspective that we're supposed to be good stewards and manage all of these things well. And something that I found that related to this that I thought was really good, it said, when we think about being good stewards, we think about being good stewards of God's blessings, good stewards of our time. But what if God calls us to be faithful stewards of even the unwanted or hard experiences we face in life when it comes to transition? And yeah, I think sometimes we don't always have that particular inclination when we're going through these times of change that may be very disruptive or uncomfortable for us, or maybe even be something that, you know, results in something that is like particularly positive, right? Mm-hmm. A result that like, you know, elevates us or push us, pushes us to a particular state in our life that was better than where we're at. But with all of that being said, Another kind of like perspective add to the whole conversation is sometimes when God brings about a change in our life, it is because he is going to bring about a blessing that we can't receive where we're at now. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, this like um, tension that comes with the transition is just God trying to move us in a place so we're able to actually um, be in an environment, atmosphere, um, and just a state where we can fully receive whatever it is that he has. But yeah. 
you know, I think it, it just really came together and made sense when we were thinking about seasons changing and yeah. understanding transition, the importance of it, and how to manage all of it well. Yeah, I've 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 always liked that verse in Ecclesiastes that talks about how there's a time for everything. Um and I'm also reminded of the verse that talks about how every good gift is from above. And I don't know when I'm putting the two together, I'm just thinking about how sometimes you can you can have a misconception when you receive a good thing from God and assume that, you know, it's gonna be everlasting. But I think with certain things it's like, yeah, Everything from God is good, but that doesn't always imply forever and how you have to remember for certain, you know, situations, certain jobs, certain positions, certain relationships, there is certain seasons attached to certain things. And I think I've been reading Acts and something that I noticed was, or a transition that I noticed, but really what I took note of the most was the response to the transition, right? So this was in um, Acts, Acts 15, 36. And so essentially to, to give you context for the verse that I'm picking up on is Paul and Barnabas had already went on. Well, technically it's called like Paul's missionary journey, but he had Barnabas with him. They had just gotten back um, from their first missionary journey together. And Paul was coming to Barnabas and he wanted to go on another one. Um, and essentially what had happened on the first missionary journey was there was this guy named John Mark and he dipped out on them essentially. And yeah, no, nah, he, he <laughs> dipped out when stuff got tough. So in verse 36, this is where it's, it's, it's picking up. So it says, sometime later, Paul said to Barnabas, let us go back and visit the believers in all the towns where we preach the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Barnabas wanted to take John also called Mark with them, but Paul did not think it was wise to take him because he had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not continued with them in the work. They had such a sharp disagreement that they parted company. Barnabas took Mark and sailed for Cyprus, but Paul chose Silas and left. Commended by the believers to the grace of the Lord, he went through Syria and Sicilia, strengthening the churches. So, kind of want to set the scene, right? Because you have to think practically, like these were real people going through th real situations, right? So Paul, he goes in, on his first missionary journey with Barnabas. And this is a guy like that's by his side. Like they're facing death. They're, you know what I'm saying? They're Locked getting, in. bro, they're facing death at every city they go to, like tough times. You know what I'm saying? The tough times, you, you have a way of just bonding with someone when you're going through tough times with them, bro. So he's walking with this man, Barnabas, on this whole the journey. Churches. They went through ton, like several, several cities, right? They come back and Paul's like, yo, Barnabas, let's go back. And they're going back to the same places that they went to, the same churches, right? So he's saying like, let's go back. And then they just have a sharp disagreement. They just didn't see eye to eye on something and they didn't end up going together. And I feel like that's a very abrupt change. Like this dude that was your ride or die by your side and you going on your second missionary journey without him. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that has to be tough when you in Paul's shoes. Um, and that has to be scary because it's, it's foreign. You're, you're with someone that you weren't with on your first missionary journey. It's, it's, it's scary. But like I said, something that I noticed was the response and, and what even happened after. And then the last verse of the chapter, it says he went through Syria and Sicilia, strengthening the churches and it's not even just this verse, but he went on two other missionary journeys without Barnabas and the Lord's will was done. Like he was still strengthening the churches. He was still preaching the gospel. Um, and I think for me, that was real encouraging because it was like, although 
although there was that transition and it looked different, the result was still the same, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like the road may have changed, but the destination never did. So, so when you're, when you're going through your seasons of change and you're, you're going in new seasons where you're having to leave old relationships, whatever the case may be, old, old familiarity, understand that yes the road may have changed but the destination never did lord the lord's will was still done in paul's life you know um he still went to the places he needed to go and he was still used greatly so in that same vein in your own life the road may have changed but the destination did and that's what you have to remember and and keeping your sights when things look different because it is scary like when, when it's unknown you know but the destination never never changes it never did i love that the definite destination never changes and that actually really ties into something I was going to mention and had down. And it's the fact that in the seasons of change that you go through in transition, whether that be abrupt or like something that just happens gradually, like you still in those moments have to trust God with your future. And what I have down is where you find yourself isn't where you are always going to remain. If you are in an unwanted or pressure filled season, it won't last forever. And God will be at work in whatever season you are in to take you to the place of blessing. Don't let your current difficulty define your future destination. Make a decision in the dark seasons or the cold seasons of life to talk to God about your future and rest secure that he has a plan. So that definitely just brings it home uh, with the idea that, you know, when it may not look like what may have been expected or what was like in a particular moment of time that you were in, Nevertheless, like what God has and what is ahead of you, like it's still going to be ordered as you take those steps. And so, you know, of course, like sometimes like when you're going through something that is abrupt, when we talk about change, like it it can look blurry. It can look foggy, like overwhelming and even a bit dim or dark. Right. But even in that, like, you know, take God's hand and allow him just to guide you through. Yeah. Every, every one of those moments. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. And I think even throughout that process, a big part that I wanted to um, mention and oh, that episode hasn't dropped yet. Uh, uh, something that I wanted to mention is the fact that it is scary and it's also it's OK to be feeling that as well. It's just about where you're taking it, because even sometimes with um, when things get tough you have an understanding that God is going to get you through it. But sometimes that doesn't take away from the fact that it's still very like scary. Like any unknown is scary because you can't really see. And in those moments, yes, like lean on God and always trust, trust that he is going to get you through it. And he knows what he's doing at the end of the day. But you are allowed to be feeling that, that little bit of like, Oh man, like I'm nervous. I'm scared. And, and taking that to God, because I think God will, will respond to your tears with with peace and with comfort and with reassurance right because sometimes you gotta feel like you gotta play superman and be like oh like yeah i'm, I'm excited for this new season no bro you scared bro. <laughs> like it, it is okay it's okay as long as you're responding the right way to that fear uh but yeah i wanted to make sure you know that's that's a caveat that's added because that's just something I've, I've noticed very recently with change it is natural yeah um, and that's a conversation that i've had with myself a lot when it comes to the idea of certainty mm-hmm. i don't necessarily believe in it and i think when we have this conversation about transition i think you know maybe the first step in dealing well with like the changing seasons of our life is to accept that change is something that we can't change that you know this idea that there are going to be things that 
um, look different, that evolve, that grow, that um, may separate um, and just be vastly distinct from what we've always known it to be in our life. Like, yeah, that's okay. It is the natural progression of how it's supposed to be and what this life represents. Like it is a vapor and going back to the Mm -hmm. verse mentioned Ecclesiastes, like this is what it's going to be. So it's not rather like, you know, avoiding it or at least like trying to get to a point in life where things are always what they need to be or in in place, but understanding what, it is you need to do and how to handle it like when it does come because the only thing that is certain like in this particular life or you know the 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 time in which we are alive is like god himself like Mm -hmm. who is like the rock like everything that we know is going to um perish it's, it's going to fade away but he is that which is everlasting and so having that perspective it disarms you and also doesn't necessarily take you in shock as much as it once did right. understanding like, all right, like at some point, and not necessarily things are going to change for the worst, right. Or having a pessimistic outlook, but understanding that, okay, like there will be some sort of transition or change at some point, Yeah, not making it any easier, but understanding that it is just the course of what life is. Exactly. Exactly. What's that, so. what's that quote? It's like, uh, you know, things hit harder when you don't see them coming type of thing. Right. So it's like, once you're aware of it, like it's still, the, the punch still going to hit you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the punch still going to hit you. It's just not going to hurt as bad because you, you prepared yourself. So you, you know, you hardened your abs a little bit for the hit type of thing. Um, But with this topic, I was, I've been reading this book called uh, the obstacles, the way by Ryan holiday. And there was this quote in there that I, I thought correlated to this a lot. So he says, Doing new things inevitably means obstacles. A new path is by definition uncleared, right? Wow. And and I want to do a flip on this, though, because he's saying a new path is by definition uncleared. So an old path is by definition uncleared. And this is something I've noticed in my new life, not, not my new life, in my own life when it comes to being faced with the reality of new seasons being faced with the reality of new jobs, new friendships, whatever the case may be, there's a part of you that's very comfortable where you're at because you're on a path that has been cleared. You know what I mean? Like, cause you've, and you've become comfortable with the obstacles. Like you, you're wow. used to them. You're used to the hurdles because you've been, you've been on it. So sometimes it's very daunting and scary to be like, dang, if I leave this season, I got to go into a new one and I got to face these new obstacles, figure out how they work, figure out how far I got to jump to get over it and and all that. And sometimes that's what the fear is. And like I said, even with the earlier, what that fear is, is you have to come to terms with it though. Like don't run from it and lie to yourself. If you're, because sometimes that's, that's what it is. You're, you're scared of leaving what's comfortable and, and what you've known for so long. And you have to come to terms with that. Like God, I'm comfortable here. I don't really want to move. And and I need you. Hmm, I need you to do something with that. Right. It's always, I think vulnerability with God is very important. And uh, yeah, I was also thinking about this because I, and this is also a quote I've been seeing. Uh, nothing changes if nothing changes. I got on TikTok the other day and I saw that on like four different videos. <laughs> I don't know what I'm on motivational TikTok. It was like nothing changes if nothing changes. But the caveat with that is what if you don't want to change? Right. You're not going to change anything if you don't want anything to be changed. Um, but you have to get to the root of that. Like, why don't I want to change? And usually it's because you're comfortable, but you can't grow up without discomfort. That that's uh, um, that that's the part. That's the part that comes with that. You, you can't grow. And 
even so oh they, this is so good so there's this there's this woman named sydney mcgluck man i don't know how to pronounce her last Jeez. name man <laughs> that's bad sydney mclaughlin um i'm just gonna call her sydney for the rest of the example because the last name is harder to pronounce um the track star the track star the olympic track star and this is so perfect to this point that i'm making so she broke the world rec- record for the 400 meter hurdles like that was her event like she was the goat like she was tough in the 400 meter hurdles and she switched to the straight just 400 meters like no hurdles like it's just you're running a lap around the track so for those of you who don't know what a 400 meter is that's a lap around the track so she went from running a lap around the track with hurdles to just running a lap without the hurdles and i was watching like a vlog of hers on her youtube channel and she was talking about how it's so much more difficult for her when she was making that transition to run the regular 400 meters than it was to run it with the hurdles. And cause she was talking about how she got so used to it. Like she trained every day to jump over these hurdles and to win this event. That's how she was. She broke the world record. So when she transitioned, cause you would think running it with no hurdles was easier, right? Like yeah. it's no hurdles, but no, she's, she was breaking it down. Like there's a specific amount of steps you have to take right here in between the hurdles to jump over that one. And mm. she was breaking it down. Like you have to break it down to science. So, so when she made the switch, even though it seemed easier, there were still obstacles of their own, even if they weren't physical ones, like there were still obstacles having to unlearn what she learned with the hurdles and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but my point, my point being, I just like how like that correlated so perfectly. And now she's doing amazing in the 400, but it took a little like getting used to, and she had to relearn, okay, what are the obstacles with this event? Right. Um, and it was difficult and she could have just stayed with the 400 meter hurdles, but look at her now, like she's getting gold medals with the 400 meter hurdles and the regular 400 meters. So I think the question even becomes, what do you, what do you want? Like, do you want more? Or are you just satisfied with where you're at? Right. Because if, you, if you're satisfied with where you're at, cool, like stay with your your little hurdles and your, uh, your obstacles that you've learned. But if you really want to grow, um, which I think that's one of our highest calls is to grow and to, and to be better every day, then you got to learn the new, the new obstacles, the new, the new hurdles. So I, I really love, I'm glad that came to my mind. And that makes sense yeah. to me. Because of course, like with any new season, you know, that's exactly what it is. It's new. So, I mean, everything that, you know, a part of that is something that you have to like get acclimated to and learn like once again. And so it it takes you away from what you felt like you had already mastered and you had already become so like proficient in. And now it's like you're starting over at like square one, Mm -hmm. um, stage zero and having to like build again from there but i think that's the beauty of it as well and really adding to what i was mentioning with understanding like what is actually like everlasting when we talk about god i think that like you know in seasons of change like you have to cling to that which is unchanging really just kind of like ending everything Mm -hmm. because That's what's going to really solidify you and keep you no matter like what it is. I remember I was having a conversation today and they were talking about church churches, essentially. And they were speaking to, I believe it was Montel Jordan, who was just on Tim Ross's podcast, basically was explaining his experience in church and how like this was insane. His pastor at one point in time had him like writing sentences as if like he was punished like in a classroom saying like i will not wear this to church Mm. or absolutely Mm. crazy and 
he was using that example and basically explaining that all right like from that like sometimes it takes those experiences to realize yo like you need to get into the secret place for yourself and have a real relationship with God where you can hear his voice, heed him and not be dependent upon someone else. You know what I mean? That like may um, abuse their power or rather you just realize their humanity that of course that we are all flawed to some degree, not necessarily that means to take yourself out of those scenarios when we talk about the body of Christ, but it gives you a bit more perspective on like, yo, like, it has to be me. Like I have to go and seek for myself. Mm-hmm. Some of those experiences that you have, like when people fail you, realize that you can really only stand on God. And so I think, you know, in the same lane here, like, you know, when seasons like of your life mm-hmm. are changing, you're going through transitions that are burdensome, that are emotionally intense, that may leave you with a lot of questions. Like you have to like stand on the thing that it's not going to fail you, right? You know, people will fail you. There'll be moments in your life that are great, amazing, filled with joy, but those will pass too. Those yeah. are just fleeting, right? They're the experiences that you'll have that will like be the best moments of your life but those are going to pass away you have relationships that held you down that were there for you and those may naturally just progress and evolve to something different to more pure acquaintances but god is the one who's going to be there mm-hmm. in his full form and um all of his glory and all that he is like every step of the way and so you know i think we recognize that in relationships um really you know when like people may fail us but i think also having that same um, acknowledgement um, just as like, you know, life just throws us haymakers and, yeah. you know, things are just like going um, nowhere near what we expected. So I, I think it's the the aspect of like, you know, he, he will never change. Yeah. He, he will never ne- change. He will never change. And there are a few verses that um, <laughs> relate to that sentiment. It's in Malachi 3, 6, and it says, for I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore, you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. In Hebrews 13, 8, that says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever and always. Forever and always. When I think of all you've done and all the battles you brought me over. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know that one. What's it called? Oh, what's the chorus? When I won't ever sing, when mm. I won't run to sing you praise. Oh, okay, Hallelujah. okay. Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be praised, I think. Be praised, be yeah. praised forever and always. You know when you don't know what someone's talking about, but then you feel bad for not knowing after a little bit, so you just say you know it? All right, y'all. So check this out. Um, we love you all. Um, we will be back next week on Wednesday. Because I don't know that song. And the rest of the month, every Friday, we will have some interviews lined up. We're extremely excited to share with you all, as we've been saying. Um, we have it really lined up for September and yeah, October yeah. as well. But Wednesday, tap in, tune in, hit you all in the AM, and let us know you know, how you're feeling about the solo episodes, segments, which one you like better, yeah. and all of that. So, you know, we can keep taking it to another level. But nonetheless, stay you, stay real, and stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love.